U.N. experts have warned that Gaza is being strangled by Israel's week-long siege and aerial bombardment. Now there are concerns that a further escalation and a lack of safety for fleeing civilians could actually risk drawing regional foes into the long-running conflict. But what's happening on the ground right now? Global News Europe Bureau Chief Crystal Gmansing, kind enough to join us now from Jerusalem with the latest. Crystal, good morning. We've been hearing about a potential ground offensive against Hamas Set to hit northern Gaza, have there been any recent exchanges in the north, and how are people preparing for this expected ground offensive? Well, in the north, it's a bit of a different situation. So you have the border between Lebanon and Israel. There has been sort of a tense situation, an exchange between Hezbollah firing rockets towards Israel and Israel responding. That has been going on for for several days. The IDF, the Israeli uh, Israel Defense Forces, is saying that it hasn't reached the point where it's going to become an actual front, another front in its war against Hamas bringing Hezbollah into this uh, into this conflict. But at this point, it is something that is being watched. Israel has moved in a lot of troops to the north. They are warning individuals to, to be careful in that zone. They've cleared out residents from the area. So it is an area that is being watched. There are tensions, but it is yet to boil over. And it's really that regional conflict, that, that conversation between different milit- and militant organizations, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Hamas in Gaza. And, of course, you know, Iran is a player in this because it is involved with Hezbollah and with uh, Hamas. And so it is just a watch-and-see situation. But we have heard, you know, officials in Iran saying the bombardments, the relentless strikes, airstrikes on Gaza must stop or there will uh, sort of be a, quote, shockwave towards Israel. So it is being watched. It is a tense situation in the north, but it's not the the, um, the front that we're seeing between Israel and, and Gaza, and that is the main area. And you did talk about the fact that, you know, lots of talk about the ground offensive that hasn't happened as of yet. It's been aerial strikes, relentless aerial strikes. Uh, we have heard from Israeli officials saying with uh, American President Joe Biden coming, arriving tomorrow in Israel on Wednesday, that won't affect their plans. But they are saying that, you know, they are still preparing, they are still organizing. Uh, and, and what people are see- seeing and talking about may not be exactly what they do when, when the time comes. You know, Crystal, my eyebrows raised when I first heard that Joe Biden was going only because it's at the beginning of a conflict. When he went into Ukraine, it was obviously a month or so in and some of the tension had dissipated. But this is right in the middle of an active conflict. How risky is this choice and how significant is the visit? Well, risky because, of course, you never quite know what is going to happen. Uh, yesterday, there were air raid sirens right across Israel. We saw when the uh, American Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, was in town, there was an air raid siren. He had to be moved to a shelter. There was also the um, session going on at the Knesset where uh, parliamentarians had to go and seek shelter. So you never really do know what will happen. However, it does speak to just the critical nature of what is going on here and the need for diplomacy, the need for talks, and to try to figure out a plan. And the plan is specifically, the need for help is specifically to deal with a humanitarian crisis that is just spiraling in Gaza. We know that there is all sorts of desperately needed aid on the border with Egypt. It is not being moved in yet. Israel, of course, put up a blockade, stopping any shipments of food, water, uh, fuel, any of those needed items. So right now, the priority seems to be the diplomatic situation of coming up with some kind of way 
to help all of those millions of individuals who are in Gaza who are considered to be innocent civilians. And, of course, we know that under the, the international rules of war, civilians are never to be targeted. Uh, and so there has to be some sort of plan to either move them out or get them to an area that's considered safe and protected uh, where we won't see them uh, potentially victimized by, by airstrikes um, conducted by Israel. Crystal Gamant saying Global News Europe Bureau Chief joining us here this morning. Have there been any updates on how many people are being detained by prison services in the area? Yeah, that's actually a new number that we just received. So Israeli Prison Service came out today and said that they, uh, and said this is a new number we hadn't seen before. They are saying that they are detaining 118 individuals. These are individuals who stormed the border and took part in those uh, events on October 7th. Uh, so we are getting a little bit more information. We just know the number. They're not saying necessarily how they were involved or what was going on. Uh, but we do now have a number. We know that they are detained one would assume based on the need to get collect more information that the intelligence gathering is a part of that. And it was just a couple of days ago that we were invited in to um, sort of see some of the weapons that were seized by the Israelis from the sites around uh, some of the communities, the, the kibbutz where we saw the, the militants sort of storm in and, and, and um, you know, that's where we saw more than a thousand people killed and of course uh you know a number missing and and, uh, potentially uh kidnapped uh so we know that there is a lot of work going on to still understand what happened on october 7th and how israel will sort of move forward with as much information as possible so new numbers from the israeli prison service saying they are detaining 118 individuals who did storm the border uh back on october 7th and Crystal, one final one for you. The last time you came on the show, I was listening in the morning. You mentioned the catastrophic state of Gaza. What's the latest on that? It, it, it is just a, a spiraling humanitarian situation. We are hearing globals in contact with, with individuals on the ground, uh, aid agencies, and, and, and a doctor in particular who's working at the main hospital. And, and, you know, he was telling stories of, of course, every day there was fewer doctors, fewer doctors because they're dealing with loss of life, loss of family members. Their homes are being destroyed. He talked about just the hospital being overrun. People are seeking shelter in it. They're sleeping in corridors. They're sleeping in hallways. They're, they don't have enough, um, you know, power to, to run the water systems, to properly, you know, sterilize equipment. They're running out of medical supplies. Uh, and that's just one location. You're seeing this all over different aid agencies saying, we need to be able to help people. We need to be able to feed people. And of course, they need to be able to get water to individuals at one point we did hear from Israeli officials saying they were going to partially turn back on water in the in the south but we uh, you know from from what we're seeing on the ground water is a critical issue and of course so many supplies sitting on the border at Rafa in, in Egypt waiting to get across and so that's hopefully what we'll see some progress on when the American president uh, arrives to have conversations here in Israel on Wednesday. Crystal continued safety and thank you for checking in with us this morning. You're welcome take care. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.